Ladies and gentlemen. Hi, Owen. Hi, John. I decided to interrupt things because you're really sick. And I feel really bad about it. I can still do it, John. Are you sure? You don't sound like you can really do it. Here we go. I'm going to bring up the energy. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Are you sure about this? I am positive. Here we go. All right. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm silently judging you, though. Shut up. Let me do this. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling show and the official podcast of ProWrestling.Cool. Eh, four out of ten. I'm doing my best here. Just do your part. Come on. Bret Hart would not approve of this. John, say the next part. You're making Brett sad, Owen. John, say the next part. It's not just cool, it's not cool. We're here to talk to Bret Hart. God damn it. We're here to talk about this past week in professional wrestling, which means we're going to talk about Raw, SmackDown Live, NXT, 205 Live, little MLW, and... Bret Hart. And Bret Hart. And, and also the Elimination Chamber. I'm Owen. I'm sick, but I'm with John. I'm also sick, but he's more sick, so, you know, he, he takes the, the crown on that I'm one. I'm sick. Yeah, you. I mean, like, I just, I'm having stomach problems that are, are making me sad. You sound like you're going to die. Oh, yeah, I am going to die. It's great. Anyway, we're streaming over at twitch.tv slash online. Check us out. We're moderating the chat and our Twitter at the heel turn. Send us your questions, your comments as we deem fit. Owen, oh, don't don't talk anymore. You you really sound bad. I no, wasn't no. being serious when I tried to hijack the intro there, but then kind of realized I didn't actually have anything. Yeah, don't worry. I, I was ready for this. But I, do, I can tell you what I've been doing on my sick day, John. Sure. I've been playing Crackdown 3. Why? Because I have Game Pass and it's free. Okay, I guess that's an okay reason. It's It feels like a free game. Damn. I mean, it's not... It's it's not... It's like a not-as-good-crackdown one... Crackdown one? How... I just don't understand how they can fuck up just making that game again. Like... You know, uh, say what I you tell want you. about Crackdown 2. Like... They didn't fuck up making that game again. They just... The parts that they changed weren't good. Oh, I can tell you how they fuck it up, John. Okay. They don't make the orbs interesting to find. What? They're just there, and it's like, okay, it's, it's on top of a building, it's on top of another building. Okay. I do I mean, like the, the, That I do does like kind of sound like the orbs in the old ones, though. No, but some of them are really cleverly put... And I do like the the thrusters you can get when you upgrade your agility, and that's cool. But yeah, yeah, everything I've seen of this video game just looks like a massive bummer. And also, like, I'm gonna throw it out there: it looks fucking ugly. Yeah, it's. I mean, I'm I'm playing it in 4K. And it's not like bad, I usually but... don't care about video game graphics like that's usually not like the thing that I'm really bothered by but like I don't know between like the weird art style and like the just the visual fidelity of everything I've seen it just it looks worse than the first crackdown oh it, as someone who just played crackdown one recently in you know on Xbox one X yeah it, it blows my fucking mind it really does like how do you make a game that looks uglier than a 12-year-old game? Uh, by having it in developmental hell for years and years. And also have, like, multiple developers. Like, this, like, the, it's, wasn't it, like, 
Sumo made the the single player. Yeah. And then like the multiplayer was made by like the cloud. Five different studios and I think one of them might involve the the dude that created GTA that formed real time worlds and then made crackdown and then fucked everything up with APB. No, John, it's made by the cloud. That's where all the destruction comes from. Do you ever play APB? No. That game was bad. Yeah, and I haven't played the multiplayer because it's a different executable, and I'm not going to do that. That's cool. Because none of the achievements are attached to it in the single player, so I can just leave that alone. So, yeah. Sure. But, for, for, you know, for a game that you just sit around, be sick, and collect orbs and blow stuff up, eh, it's fine. What a ring endorsement. I, it's not meant to be. It's just if you have Game Pass, I guess. Is there... <clears throat> Let me put it this way. As someone who is vaguely interested in the idea of playing a new Crackdown game and doesn't really want to pay for this Crackdown game because it looks very bad, is there a price where you would say, maybe this is worth it? Uh, I think you can get... Game Pass for like a dollar right now. A dollar sounds good. Damn. Okay. I, I mean, John, I was, thinking, got, I was thinking maybe like ten bucks, but all right, yeah, fuck okay, shit, dude. Okay, ten bucks probably, but I'm just saying if you can get it for a dollar right now, so. Yeah, but I don't get to keep it. I don't get my physical copy. You know, you know what I like. No, what you do is you get it on Game Pass for now. Then when it drops to ten dollars physical, then you get it. I've been organizing. My, I've basically not been playing. I mean, I played some Tetris 99, actually. That that, I wish that game's I, good, huh? That game's very good. I wish it was better at Tetris. Yeah. I get that. But, but yeah, my the game I've been mostly playing uh, this past week or so is, hey, let's build all these shells and let's go through all my video games and, and finish catalog- cataloging them all and putting them out in ways that look nice. That sounds like a dangerous game, because according to Artemis, that also has destructible environments. I mean, yeah, no, totally. Like, as I know you've seen the pictures here, the shelves that I have built uh, out of uh, IKEA things um, are... There's some, let's say, uh, Xbox, original Xbox games, and potentially an original Xbox uh Perched over um, my, let's say the the structure where my cat likes to hang out. That seems terrible, John. Why would you so do that? Boy, I hope those don't fall over. Especially because also having a, like an original Macintosh on that exact same shelf. John, this sounds like a very bad and my idea. 360. John, it sounds like a terrible idea. Why'd you do this? I brace those shelves a lot, as I Good. know from the pictures. Well, you should both should put like a fence around it to keep the cat out. It's high up. She can't reach it. Yeah, you say that, but cats. D- uh, again, she can't reach it for now. For now, yeah. Kids, C- cats. It's, you know, it, it, she'd have to jump. A, she'd have to jump away. She'd have to jump like three feet. Yeah, cats can do that if they're really motivated. Yeah, true. <laughs> All right. Well, the point is, I've. I'm nowhere near done cataloging all my shit, and I have 896 games on this spreadsheet. That's a lot of games. It's a lot of... I mean, you can see... If you're watching the video, you can see uh, my 360 games. I got all these 360 games behind me. It's all of the ones I currently have, minus uh, Viva Pinata, which is on my bookshelf. Yeah, fortunately, I don't post these on YouTube. 
yet, so people can't see my sick ass in your sick games. Oh man, what a bummer! But yeah, Eventually. I have. This is oh, and this is a hundred and and ten Xbox games behind me. Which one's Xbox your favorite? Sixty. Um, man, I mean, it's hard. That's a hard choice because like. I, I don't know how to pick my favorite three. Okay, how about this, so John? Which was your least favorite? Oh, wow. That's... I mean, I do have some really bad ones here. The, so that's that's also tough. I mean, it's either going to be... Uh, okay, it's three-way tie. Uh, Bullet Witch, which I despise. It's one of the most boring, <laughs> fucking abhorrent games I've ever played. Uh-huh. Uh, Never Dead... Because, again, that game is just a complete and utter clusterfuck and not even funny in how bad it is. It's just, like, a complete and utter mess. Uh-huh. And, I mean, come on, Owen. Shout out to the real one, Sonic 2K6. Oh, God. That's right. Even if I hate Unleashed more, shout out to the real one. Yeah, it's the worst. It's so bad. You should stream some of it. You know we have plans to do that. No, we never... You say it every year, it never happens. I don't believe you. It doesn't mean it's not going to happen someday. It's never going to happen. It's going to happen, and then you're going to be like, God damn it, I wish I didn't wish for this to happen! I didn't wish for it to happen. I'm just telling you, it's not going to happen. I mean, it is going to happen, and then you're going to be really upset and want to die, because I'm going to make you... John, I'm already upset, I already want to die. It's fine. Okay, okay, well then, let's want to die even more. Yeah, so, before we exit this, John, if if you end up getting Crackdown two, I'll or Crackdown three, uh, you sh- we should play some co op. I I have Crackdown and Crackdown two behind me. Here. No, you need the third one. Sorry, it's only one. No, I play. but I have Crackdown and Crackdown two. I don't have Crackdown two. Crackdown two is okay. It's got a wingsuit that's not bad. It's more it's more of a glider suit, but hey, you know it's it had. It had four player, and that was nice. The zombie shit was really dumb, and made the game worse. I do like in this one. I don't know if, the, if Crackdown Two had it, but you can have five Aiden slots and five World slots. So you mm, can have. I couldn't tell you. I don't remember. So you can have either. multiple worlds, and you can send, have the same agent go in there and fuck shit up. It's cool. I do not remember anything about Crackdown Two's save system. Oh, if like I said, if you want to play Crackdown Three co-op with me sometime, I'll I'll blow stuff up. I remember it had that. I remember it had that cool song in the end credits that I liked. Important question: At the end of Crackdown Two, is the agency bad? Yes. Good. The, it's I'm, less. It's it's less played up. It's less played up than it is in the first one. Like you don't get the fucking amazing speech at the end of the first game where he literally does the evil villain laugh yeah uh but it is heavily implied that no the the zombie outbreak like the the drug outbreak that turned all these created all these monsters in the the city the crackdown city was done by the agency great so yeah they they put it in there but it's definitely more subdued all right well i hope they end up being evil at the end of this one too I'm going to guess they probably are. Also, I don't like that they gave the narrator a name. Yeah, he has a name now. It's weird. And you can see the back of his head. He's a guy. You got to see the back of his head in Crackdown 2. I know, but whenever he talks, you see it. It's weird. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, you only saw it in, like, a cutscene. 
Well, it's in your calm thing in the top corner. Whenever someone talks. I don't like that. Yeah. Anyway, you want to talk about wrestling news? No, but, I mean, that's why we're here. All right. Let's get into the wrestling news. Hey, John. No. Which is exactly what Ty Dillinger said to having a career with the WWE anymore. Dang. Yeah, the, the, headline, I have, the headline I have up here is by Ty. Ty Dillinger asked for his release from the WWE on Tuesday night? I'm going to say yeah. Tuesday. So, he asked for his release. Is he getting his release? I mean, with him publicly posting on Twitter, I think he kind of has to now. That is a power move on his part. Also, do you think that this will have negative repercussions for Peyton? Yeah, this week I found out that they're engaged. I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't know how you didn't know that. I've actually I've known about that for weeks. Yeah, I didn't know that. I'm like, that's cool. That pick of his is a perfect ten. Because I, I, I like you. Peyton. I like Peyton. But yeah, yeah, I, I guess I I guess that Billy Kay's all right. Here's my question: Is any Negative stuff happening to Renee Young for Dean Ambrose leaving. I don't fucking know. I don't watch Raw. The answer is same shit's happening. Is, is, it, rep- is also yeah? Another question: Any negative re- repercussions happening for Corey Graves? <laughs> I was literally just about to say that. And the answer is no. He's still uh, on at all the shows. Uh, are we are we gonna I, talk I about that? No, not, like, not, because it's, like, not a, none of our business, really, because it's kind of, like, really actually legit terrible. But I will say, all I will say about that, John, is that, remember that the that segment I showed you of Carmella and R-Truth in WWE headquarters, and Corey yeah. Green's sleeping there? Yeah. It makes sense now. Oh, that was my first thought, too. I'm not going to lie. It makes total sense now. Also, yeah. the talk that maybe... Corey has a drinking problem. Weird. This is all starting to line up and create a pattern. Like when he fucking started shit with David Bixon's band. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with this guy. It's not from the fact that he's from Pittsburgh, so you already knew he was bad. But seriously, folks, don't cheat on your wife. What the fuck? No, don't. He's a bad person. I, I've, I, You know, I've always had like kind of like iffy about everyone loving Corey Graves so much. Yeah, just... I remember. I remember his Twitter from before he became an announcer. Yeah, I've I've never been like the biggest fan of him. I'm like, oh, he's talented, but I'm not really a big fan of the guy. And uh, it's working out my way now. So yeah, yeah, no. you're not. You know, hey, you weren't you weren't wrong. I will say it was easy to forget about. You know, for me personally, it was easy to forget about all the dumb bad shit he said on Twitter. And be like, well, oh man, I feel really bad because of that concussion, and also I feel guilty about that article I had where, where I wrote where I told him where I basically made fun of the fact that he was in WWE 2K15 and was like, you should fucking quit wrestling, and then whoops, he had to quit wrestling because of his head. Yeah, maybe for the best. Yeah, the point is. Yeah, you know, it was easy to forget, forgive and forget, and be like, yo, you know, he was just being a heel, maybe he was in character. No, that seems like that's just Corey Graves. Yeah, he's a bad guy. 
Like, I get you, I feel you for how angry you were at CM Punk, but also, really, man, you really gotta be saying all that shit publicly? What the fuck? Maybe he's right right to not want to talk to you if that's how you're gonna act. CM Punk and and Corey Graves are both bad. Hot take. Ty Dillinger, though, good guy. Can't wait to see him not in AEW. I mean, I hear the talk that he is friends with the Corey, with Cody, rather. I was going to say, if he's friends with Corey, that's real bad. I mean, not really, because it seems like everybody is fine with Corey right now. Not his wife. Carmella. Hey! Oh, boy. That's the other thing I really don't like. Not his wife. I don't like the people on on uh, social media going, "Oh man, it's fine because it's a Carmilla's hot." So wh- wh- who wouldn't cheat in their wife? And I, what are you fucking Enzo? Yeah, my answer is any like nice, per- decent person wouldn't. I don't know. This is really what this is really what we're doing. We're we're justifying this because we're fucking going. She's hot as hell, and you can't teach that. What the fuck? Hey, Donnie, want to know a little secret? Wrestling fans are bad. I know. No, everyone's bad. Yeah, also men are bad, that's true. No, everyone is bad. Myself included. Everyone is bad. Carmella's bad, too. Yeah, I'll take that. You know who else is bad? Uh, Who? Actually, no, they're they're good, our truth. But it's bad that they're not allowed to be on television anymore. Oh, but he's the champion. Isn't the United States Championship cool? Uh, No. What else happened, Owen? Uh, next news story. Um, did you hear what was going on Monday during the yeah, day? Yeah, I'm. No, what during the day? Yeah, man, everything's on was on fire. Like, I mean, why do you know you what think, happened at night? Yeah, John. Why do you think Monday Night Raw was so crazy? Because Vince is out of his fucking mind. Yes. And that was the entire day, was him losing his shit, going, everything's ba- terrible, we need to fix everything real fast. Um, for the people from the four big stars of X2, you need to call them up, make them instant stars. Okay, well, rewind a bit here. So, what happened to set Vince off and make his senile brain act the way that it did, that led up to Aleister Black, Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, and Ricochet all just... Appearing on Raw for some reason, and then also appearing on SmackDown. Hey, John, how have the ratings been on Raw and SmackDown? Real bad! That's what happened. And he looked at it and go, it's still bad. It's ruined WrestleMania. Oh, God. I'm in St. Burst. I got panic. I mean... The whole thing is you're not selling pay-per-views anymore, so long as people are signed up to the network, it doesn't really matter. No, but you get, people got tuned into the TV shows because that's when the ad revenue comes in. True, that is their main source of income now is their television. So Vince McMahon was freaking out, and he looked at the talent on the rosters for Raw and SmackDown and said, "They're all damaged goods. Uh, we, you know, we can't make stars have any of these people." So what we got about take- the six people you just brought up. Nope, don't matter. Let's just pull up four more from NXT. Let's and do make what about stars. that EC3 guy? I mean, he seems like he's cool. He's a dork. He doesn't talk. About the the 
the tucky ducky quack quack and the dozer man that is Do- not allowed to be the dozer man yeah, anymore. Yeah, despite the fact that his thing says dozer on it. No. They're just a bunch of weirdos. Surely Nikki Cross got to do things this yeah, week. Did. No. Not this week. I can't even make my joke because they fucking actually acknowledge that sanity exists. Yeah. I mean, they they didn't let them do anything, but they actually acknowledged it for once, which, okay. I think they did a little something. It was cool. But yeah, he just freaked out. says, everyone's damaged goods. We can't make any stars out of these people, so we're just going to take four people from NXT and push them to the moon instantly. So what is your show if you can't make stars out of these people? I, I don't know what Vince's line of thinking is. He's an insane person. Did I you mean, not watch the Mark Henry thing? No. You didn't see the Mark Henry documentary they put put up after Elimination Chamber? I didn't watch Elimination Chamber. Oh. Well, it was really good. Mark Henry's great. The highlights of that were uh, Vince coming up to him and saying that Mae Young's going to give birth to a hand. And he said, Mark Henry said, why a hand? And then Vince's answer was, it's a hand. And, and Mark Henry's response is, this guy's crazy as fuck. Yeah, okay, wow, yep. The other highlight was, uh, this, the, you know, his retirement speech in the salmon suit. Oh, yes. And Big Show texting him this big long thing during it, because he, cause Mark Henry worked everyone about how, how proud he is of him, how great friend he is. He said that it mid-promo, as soon as the turn happens, Big Show sends a second text, just says, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it's real good. You Fuck should watch that yourself thing. It's to do a shoot, Mark. Mark Henry's yeah, I didn't even I didn't even know that was a thing, so yeah, I'll watch that. But I won't watch Monday Night Raw, and also, Vince is out of his goddamn mind. And you know, come on, man, I'm going to cut you off and, and say... You do know exactly what he's thinking. What he's thinking is, this is everyone's fault but my own. Well, yeah. It's not, I can't make star, I can't make these people stars. It's, no, these people are all terrible and they can't be made into stars. Like, you're the fucking booker, dog. This is your job. Yeah. Well, it's good good for Ricochet. He gets to do stuff. I guess, but I mean, you know, he's just gonna fuck these up too. No, the the more more, more fucked up thing is DIY being together. I mean, yeah, especially after this week's NXT, which makes that even make less sense. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we'll get to that. Nothing to- makes sense anymore. They're just going to, like this is literally Vince's idea to save the show to like save fucking Raw and SmackDown. Is what if we just fucking Destroy NXT. It's fine. Dream's still there. Undisputed Era's still there. They got Keith Lee. They They got plenty of people. The problem is, John, this is the big problem. Between the ten people they've caught up from NXT over the past couple months, they haven't been releasing anyone. So there's all these people in the main roster that aren't being used, and now they have even less chance of being used. Yeah, it's like, well, you know, 
In fairness, they are getting rid of three. Who? Dean. Well, uh, they're not getting rid of him. He's just not signing. Ty is also Ty. just supposed to leave. And, I mean, the the talk I've heard is that they're very much pushing Dolph to be done. Yeah. You know who else might be done? Who? The Usos. Is that the next news story? I mean, it's not a news story. It's just part of the mayhem going on is that the Usos have contracts coming up and they haven't signed a new deal yet. Oh, yeah, I did hear that that thing that Rikishi was like, yeah, they haven't signed. I don't know. I mean, if they went to AEW and did a program with the Bucks, that would be gigantic. That would be huge and amazing and fucking crazy. I'm going to throw it out there. I think the Usos are probably going to re-sign. I think they are, too. I just find it interesting that they haven't signed their new deal yet. Yeah, like, if... Come on, man. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw it out there. The Usos have both had run-ins with the... Both Usos have had run-ins with the police in, like, the past year and a half or so. And WWE has just let it slide both times. Yeah... It's true. Now, granted, the more recent one sounds like it wasn't really Jimmy's fault. Yeah, because I cops. mean, in fairness, it was Jimmy's fault, but also, yo, he was drunk and standing up for his his wife. So, yeah. who are who is, you know, dark skinned and yeah, cops. We, we don't need to. Do we really need to fill in the blanks here for you folks? Yeah. Hashtag ACAB. Anyway, um... Rip. Yeah, I don't know. I think they're resigning. I, I think that's just Rikishi talking shit. Trying to get trying to get his boys a bigger deal. Yep. I got one more news story, though. I don't know if you heard this. Let's hear it! I mean, I did hear it, and I wanted to hear it from you, because what the uh, fuck is this? Hey, John, you know the Thor man? I'm aware of this charming, strapping Australian brother. Why'd you say brother? Because he is... Uh, he has three brothers. He has Liam's Hemsworth and the other Hemsworth that is has a name? Does he? Does he? Yes, he does. I don't know if it's Jack, though. That'd be pretty good if it was Jack, but... Uh, but yeah. something tells me that Chris Hemsworth is a pretty cool dude. He's got a brother, Jack? Dude, I feel like I've worked myself into a shoot. You have, because Chris Hemsworth, the the Marvel's Thor himself, is gonna play Hulk Hogan in a biopic for Netflix. Burying the lead here, Owen, produced by Eric Bischoff and Chris Hemsworth. I didn't know that part. Yeah, Hemsworth is also producing it. But it's being written and directed by the guys that are doing that Joker movie for uh, Great. DC. Oh, I'm so excited! You know the the what the, the the crazy solo Joker movie. I don't know anything about With, it uh, other than Joaquin it, Phoenix. I don't know anything about it other than wait, they're making a Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, dude, it's literally the only thing I know. Yeah, it's weird, but yeah. So, uh, uh. But this, they're doing a movie about the psychotic guy who dresses up in makeup and stuff. And then they're also doing a Joker movie. <laughs> so, how far is the Hogan movie going to go? 
I, Do we have any ideas? I have no idea. All I know is that they just revealed that Chris Hemsworth is in it and Bischoff's attached, and what the fuck. Okay, let me let me phrase this question differently, then. <laughs> Will they include the trial, and who's going to play A.J. Dalreno? I'm going to assume it's going to go all the way. But only thing I need, I need Chris Hemsworth to say the N-word once. I <laughs> it's Netflix. It's it's Netflix. They can do it. Push the boundaries. Let's go. I wonder if Hogan want... has approval on this or not. I mean, it's Bischoff doing it. I have to assume so, right? But will they allow the bad shit to happen though? You gotta have a little bit of the bad shit so that you can so you can go into the good shit, right? There's no good shit after the bad one. Where's, where's, where's the good in Hogan after he did that? I don't know. Exactly, there's no good part. I can't help you there, but... He said the N-word. All I'm saying is... And then no, he killed no, Gawker. No, no, yeah, that's the that's the, the triumphant part, is you, you frame the him killing Gawker as like a great victory. And like I said, you have a, someone there to play AJ Delario, and I would like to volunteer as that person. You know where it actually has to end, right? Where? It has to end with Hulk Hogan coming out of Crown Jewel. God damn it, you're right. Yep. He's finally, he's victorious. He's come home to WWE in Saudi Arabia. (sighs) Yeah. This is going to be terrible. I bet you it's not going to cover any of the Gawker stuff at all. It's just going to be about early Hogan. Yeah, probably. Also, Rhythm Master in the chat says, uh, Hemsworth tiers are S-rank is Chris, B-rank is Liam, F-rank is the others, because he also doesn't know the name of the other one. Thank you. That's good. So, uh, that's all I got for news, unless you got something. I don't know. Then why don't you tell me what the hell's going on with MLW this week? Owen, I just wanted to talk to you briefly about the uh, the main event of MLW this week because it was a fucking shit, weird shit show and a half, and I was kind of disappointed in it. Isn't it always that way? No. MLW is often very good, but... Oh, no, you told me about that, uh, that ECW thing. Yeah, I mean, look. Last week, you can chalk that up as just like, hey, man, they're doing a fun gimmick, gimmick old timer match and just like bringing in Sandman to get a fucking ECW arena crowd pop. Like. It was stupid and not well done, but it was fun, you know, Uh and this was a little bit less. So let's say this was. Um, a match between, uh, MJF and Teddy Hart for the MLW, uh, middleweight championship. Who's the champion going in? Teddy Hart. Great. MJF, remember, had to drop the title because of his, uh, he had to drop the title because of his, uh, fracture in his elbow that he got. Oh, jeez. And... He was like, well, I never lost the title, so fuck you. I want it back. 
But alas, they had their match. And I this is a fucking weird match, Owen. Like, I don't know how to describe it because it's like, it felt like Teddy Hart was trying to like, it felt like he was trying to like really sell for, uh, for MJF and really give like MJF some oomph to his offense and shit like that. But like, in a lot of ways, it kind of came off like a, a, maybe a step or two below, let's say, uh, the Shawn Michaels Hogan overselling. No, oh, no. Like it was a little bit much at times. And just like the way that he like fucking just kind of died in places. Like it didn't look too extreme, but it was also kind of like, what the f are you taking? There's a lot of times I was just watching. It's like, are you taking the piss right now? Like I was really confused by a lot of things. And it also didn't help that like, Teddy Hart legitimately fucked up and should have lost the title twice. Mm -hmm. He uh, tried to grab the ropes at one point and he missed them. But like the rest still was like, oh, it was a rope break. What? And there was one point where, uh, you know, he tried to grab the ropes on a three count rather. Okay. And, um, there was one point where he was uh, in a submission hold and he basically tapped. Like the crowd started booing because they're like, like it was a kind of tap. It was like, it was a slow enough tap that like, maybe you could justify that. It was like, Oh, he's slamming the mat trying to get out. But no, it looked like he's just fucking tapped. So the crowd got very angry when they're like, no, that's a tap. What the fuck? That sucks. Yeah, so between that and, like, the weird, not extreme, but still kind of a little overselling, like, it felt like Teddy Hart wasn't really taking this match seriously. And it's fucked up and weird, and also, he's the baby face, and, like, they are bleeping out, like, every other word he is saying, because he is just fucking saying the F word a blue streak. Why? Why? My thoughts exactly. So, what? where I'm going with all this is to say, like, so remember how we talked about uh, in the worst of 2018, uh, so long ago last year, um, actually this year, shit, where's the time gone? Um, remember how we talked about, like, how I felt like Teddy Hart was kind of a most egregious misuse of talent and like, but I also think that like MLW, it's not really their fault. Uh huh. This is their fault. They did this. They've gone over the edge and Teddy Hart is now just being like a baby face, but also a complete piece of shit. What the fuck are you doing? I get it. It was his birthday. You weren't going to take the title off of him because I mean, Teddy Hart's not going anywhere because really, where else can he go? True. And MJF, like, we already know he's going to, to AEW. Whether he's going full-time or not, who can say? But, like, he's going to AEW. At this at this point, he's probably going to be full-time. I mean, I feel like it's just, it's hard to say until after Double or Nothing. Or I'd, I'd say it's going to be hard to say until uh, until October. Or, or even September, when All Out happens. Mm-hmm. 
Because, yeah, one would assume that, like, for the time being, that, like, people are going to be allowed to work wherever they want to work because, like, AW is only going to be running a show a month for a while. Like, if that. Right. But until, but you have to wonder, like, when they're finally ramped up to, okay, we're going to do television now and we're going to, because, you know, the, the rumors are, for those that don't know, that, like, they got their television deal and they're aiming to take SmackDown's time slot when it moves to Friday. They're going to take that Tuesday time slot for AEW. It makes sense, but... It's genius. It's a great move. You you heard the interview with the Bucks, for, uh, you know, a couple days ago, right? No. Uh, what'd they say? Where they're saying that, you know, the ideal time is to do weekly live TV, like, either one or two hours. Like, three hours is way too much. Yeah. Like, that's the plan, is to do a weekly one to two hour show. That's two live. An hour. I agree, it should be an hour, but it should be live. But if they do it live, it probably would have to be two. Yeah, it's true. So, we'll have to see. I'd be curious it's if just... it travels or not. If it's weekly. I just feel like an hour's good, two hours is a lot. To book, you know? Yeah, but they have enough talent, they could do it. And if it's long matches. Yeah, I suppose. I just... I don't know. Yeah, well, I, feel like it, I feel like it would be smarter. Look, I, you know, what the fuck do I know? I'm just literally just armchair quarterbacking here. But, like, for me personally, I feel like it would be smarter to start at an hour and build your way up to it. Yeah, if they did it, like, but that's the question. If they're not, if they're not traveling, and like if they have one location where they're going to be doing the show, then an hour can make sense. But if they're traveling, they either have to do a two-hour show or you know, an hour non-televised of stuff because you can't sell tickets for a one-hour thing. Yeah, that's true. So we'll have to see. Unless you're just yeah, and then, unless it's just like, hey, you come for the television. T- Television taping, and then the here's our stuff matches. Yeah. Anyway, the point is Teddy Hart's dumb, and what's Ty the Ten Man Taylor doing in the in the AEW zone? We'll see. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Anyway, Owen, what's up? I hear a pay per view happened this weekend. It did. I hear it because I didn't watch it. I can't believe you didn't watch it. This was the best pay-per-view they've done in a while. That's not saying much. It was really good, John. It was the anti for Rumble. And you know why I say that? Because it was very short? Was it yes. wait, was it was it the length of December to December? No, it was longer than that. Okay, because I was going to say, if it was like two hours and 20 minutes, I'd, I could, I'd be convinced to watch that. John, that's way too short. It was three hours and 15 minutes. That's long. Not for a pay-per-view. I was very happy about this. It, it's, it is long for a pay-per-view. We're just broken because no, but, they've broken but, us by giving us too much. No, but it, it started at 7 and it ended, like, I, the show ended a little after 10 o'clock. I could go to bed. It was nice. I, I appreciate that. Wait, the show started at 7 and not 8? It, they always start at 7. Since when? Since they went to 4 hours. Oh, right, they are all 4 hours now. Fuck. That's why I said I was excited it was only over 3. Right, this is why I stopped watching. Now I'm remembering. Yeah. But, yeah, here's a question, John. 
They had the cruiserweights on the kickoff show. Do you care? No. Also, I know who won because, of, of course. course, he won. Of course, he won. Buddy Murphy. Of course, he won. And then they're like, oh, my fucking God, we're going to have the most shocking and insane cruiserweight related WrestleMania announcement on 205 Live this week. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, my God. Yeah, I kind of told you it was going to be a tournament. Yeah. And the shocking announcement was, hey, remember that tournament we did last year? We're going to do another one. But what if they have some people from the UK and from NXT in it? What? That'd be fun. Put Tyler Bate in it, you cowards. Though. They probably won't. Put Walter though. in it, you cowards. <laughs> no, put Smalter in it. No, I want to look up how much Walter weighs. I need to know now. This is very important. I'm going to guess over 205. Let's see. Call it a hunch. Duh. Maybe if they if they measure him in snow, it could count. Anyway, Owen, the the problem of you playing it's elimination chamber. Do you care? Is my answer for everything is no. No, I, so God, that was I'm only... going to I'm going to ask you, <laughs> Owen. What do you care about from the elimination chamber? Well, I care about all of it. I just I, I only was asking about the cruiserweights since that was the thing that you watch every week. God damn it, man! They're gonna fucking talk about the whole thing. Son of a bitch. Hey, John. The, the women's elimination chamber tag team thingy. It was the best thing on the card. That's good. It was really good. Uh, but it was very predictable. Except for the last two people. Or the last, uh, you know, four people, I should say. Because I thought for sure it was going to be, you know, Tamina and Nia Jax against the Boston Hill Connection at the end. But it wasn't. Also, I want to give a shout out to... Uh, the Iconics, who got the first elimination. Hooray for the Iconics. They, they did a double pin on Naomi and Eliminator. Aw, oh, man. It was cool. And then Nia Jackson Tamina they came in, and they hid in one of the pods. Because they're As smart. You do. As the, you pro- do. the problem is that Tamina and Nia noticed that they slowly opened the pods against them struggling. It looked like a hard Again, movie. as you do. It was really good. The Iconics were the best part of the match, and then they got eliminated. That doesn't sound like a ring endorsement for the match. No, I mean, but it was... What was interesting, though, was that Nia Jax went through one of the pods, leaving Tamina alone, and then the other, the teams of, the, of Sasha Banks and Bailey and Mandy Rose and Sammy Deville worked on Tamina and eliminated her. So... The last two teams were the Boston Hook Connection and uh, Mandy Rose and Sonya. Which sounds surprising, but then you remember, oh, right, apparently Vince really wants to have sex with Mandy Rose or something. Oh, wait until you hear about SmackDown. Great. Wait. Yeah, no, why? I, I do know what happens. Yeah, man. I was, about to, I was about to say, like, what? Does she have a segment with Lacey Evans and make Vince, like... Nope. nope. But then I remember, oh, right. No, I do know what happens, and fuck off. No, I, you know what, John? I, it's crazy as it sounds, I'm way into it. Fuck off. I'll explain yours, to you why. 
You are sick and delirious. You have a fever. You need to go to sleep. I'll go to sleep later. I'll tell you about that thing later as well. But the Boston Hub Connection won the belts, as expected, and it was. And they cried, and they cut a promo afterward, and it was nice. It's a good match. Then the Usos beat the Miz and Shane for the titles, and it broke my heart. John, they were the chosen team. They were the best tag team in the world. Yeah, what does that say about the bar, then? Who? You know, the people that they nope. took the titles from? <laughs> no idea who they are. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess... What does that say about they the They lose bar? everyone. Well, well, look how they did this week, I guess. Yeah, they lose everyone, but... Uh, they yeah. lost the two people that should hate each other. Forever. But you, you don't understand this, John. I... Love what they did here. Because what happened was that Shade put one of the users through the announce table, you know, during his dump spot off the turnbuckle. Mm-hmm. And it was the Miz who got rolled up after hitting the skull crushing finale, it got rolled up into a pin, and he lost it. Shit. So the whole storyline is that Shane is the legit one and the Miz is the fuck up. It's amazing. It's I, so stupid. I love it. I hate this. Shane is the best. The Miz is just riding his coattails and he fucked it up for them. I hate this. Well, you're gonna love that they're gonna have a rematch. At a fast lane. I hate this. In Cleveland. With Mr. Miz at ringside. So so Shane's going to beat the shit out of his father. It's going to be great. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, Shane's going to turn. It's going to be awesome. Can't wait. <sighs> I mean, the turn has to happen there. Everyone thinks it's the Miz, but I think it's going to be Shane. No, it's going to be Shane. That's going to be so good. You know what sucked? What's that, Owen? Bobby Lashley and Leah Rush against Finn Balor in a handicap match. I can't believe that the Bobby Lashley was in a match that was not good. It's not like that happens ever. Yeah. Well. Also, I can't believe that they actually did have it be that fucking Finn Balor pins Leah Rush. Oh, yeah, no, he's the champion now. Yep, that's exactly what I'm getting at. That's so stupid. So dumb. Why? And I, I can't, and honestly, I can't blame Bobby Lashley for beating the shit out of Leo Rush after losing the title for him. It's like, yeah, what the fuck, man? You, you fucked up, you fucked this up for me. You piece of shit. You, and you now they're the, friends again, what? Yeah, that's the best part is they ignored it the next night. Because again, Vince is senile. Yep, who cares? Oh, uh, Ronda Rousey fought Ruby Riot for the Raw Women's title. Are I hear she was dressed as Sonya Blade? Yes, she was. Don't do that. Yeah. Also, I, I know that this is already done, but Netherrealm, don't do that. Too late. They already did it. You, you had the ultimate opportunity to make Johnny Cage be the Miz. Yeah. And you did this instead. She's not even a military lady. They didn't even let... Uh, Miz 
He's from Hollywood. They they didn't even let Zelina Vega do the voice of uh, of Jade. They didn't have AJ Lee do it either. Yeah, but Zelina's signed with them, and also she's the one that went to their ML their their MK uh, Eleven events dressed as so as a uh, as Jade. So yeah, but you know the thing I'm referencing. So shut up. I know. I know. She did the fan attack. It's true. It's pr- also, we had someone else on NXT this week do the fan attack. It was pretty cool. Yeah. The match is okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, also Charlotte was there at ringside. She cut a promo beforehand. That she showed a uh, footage from a live event that happened the night before where Becky Lynch came in the ring and attacked her while she was fighting Asuka. And uh, then Charlotte attacked her with a chair and fucked up her knee. So now Becky's on crutches. Sucks for her. I dislike Charlotte. Yeah, me too. I, I, I know I, that's the point because she's a heel, but no, I just dislike Charlotte. True, but how do you think the Ruby Riot match went? Bad. Under two minutes. Well. Thunder Ozzy just tapped her out. It was bad. So we're going, so she's Goldberg now. Yep. Yeah. Then Charlotte came in the ring to do a stare down, and then all of a sudden, in, out of the crowd, came Becky Lynch on crutches. Sure. Okay. And security didn't stop her for some reason, and she got in the ring with the crutches. Because they're like, oh yeah, you're the wrestle lady, okay. It's great, she gets in the ring with the crutches, and then, while Charlotte's looking down, she, she uh, drops one of the crutches and beats the shit out of Charlotte with one of them. And then, she, sure. and then uh, Rhonda grabs the other crutch, and Becky steps back and says, yeah, go ahead, take a swing at her. And as she's about to, Becky beats the shit out of uh, Rhonda as well with the crutch. Got her. But I mean, like, legitimately, like, hit her in the face with it several times. Actually got her. Like, the side of her head was bleeding because she got hit so hard with the crutch. Nice. And Charlotte's arm was bleeding, too, because she got hit with the crutch. Like, Becky went all in on these people, and it was amazing. Take it, transphobe. Charlotte, yours is collateral damage. I mean, whatever. You're apparently sleeping with Andrade now, so you're fine. Uh, not, no, but she's trying to take the main event, so fuck her. Yeah, no, I mean, like I said, she's fine in that she has the best prize of all. Tranquilo. He's a very handsome man. It's true. And he's really good at cosplay. It's true. But yeah, this uh, this was great. The match sucked, but the Becky stuff was amazing, and she got taken out by cops, and it was great. Hey, she, she, she straight up is Stone Cold Steve Austin. The only character that Vince remembers how to book, even though he doesn't actually remember how that story went. It's, it's hey, You know what? This is working fine. I like it. Uh, the Barry Corbin Braun Strowman match. I don't want to talk about it. I didn't even remember it happened. It was no DQ, and it ended up being oh, Barry Corbin get beat up. 
Oh, here comes Bobby Lashley and uh, Drew McIntyre. Why? Because they're remember they have a problem with Braun Strowman. They stood up on the steel steps in the ring and they did the shield power bomb to Strowman through since, two tables. Since when? For a while ago. During like the initial va- problem when Corbin was the constable. I vaguely remember the the Drew McIntyre shit from like that the brief dark period that Braun was a heel before whoops a doodle Roman's gonna die. And then he turned on, remember? Maybe Vaguely? Corbin, whatever. The point is, Lashley and McIntyre were with Corbin, and they powerbombed them. Remember when they said they were going to give Drew McIntyre, like, a really big push and, like, push him into Mania as, like, a huge thing? No. Plans changed. And now Vince is literally like, none of these fucking people are, are worth it or good at anything. We need new fire. people. Everything's on fire. Like, but John, this you, is the this is the good thing. You know why? I just it it honestly it blows my fucking mind. Like, just even with Drew McIntyre specifically. Like, I fucking you know we've said it time and again. Like, we both hated Drew in in NXT. Yeah. Like, his run was boring, and like I don't like his wrestling. I don't think he worked there. He's fucking perfect on the main roster, and everything he had been doing. <laughs> For a, a good while, when he was like bulletproof and like hadn't been hadn't been taking pins and like hadn't been losing or like you know the only times he was losing things was when like Dolph was sucking hard because and being Dolph like yeah you know he looked fucking great like he looked it was like damn I actually really enjoyed Drew McIntyre now and like I want to see him get that big push and they just fucking squandered it at every fucking turn. Yep. Like, it's criminal the shit they did to him. This should be illegal. Well, it's Vince. And yet Vince has absolutely no fucking, like, self-awareness whatsoever to be like, oh, yeah, I fucked this up major. Yep. But, John, you know what the positive thing is? Nothing. No, because Vince is so insane. Kofi could win the title in the Slimation Chamber. But he won't. He almost he did. did. He almost did. He did, it's true. Kofi was the star of this match. Oh my god. I heard, and I, I actually do really want to watch this match. because You I should watch it. Fantastic. Because Kofi, like, the whole crowd was chanting for Kofi the whole time. It, they were so Goddamn right they were, because it's fucking Kofi! Like, this... He was so over in this match, and he did such a great job. They shifted all the plans for Fastlane because of this. This was not the plan going into Fastlane, but it is now. And with Vince being insane, if Kobe continues this momentum, he could become champion. Heading into Mania. As we said last week, put the belt on Kofi, you fucking cowards. They could do it. He's in, he needs a new star. How about that? Kofi Kingston. You should have done it years ago. I know. But You can you know, have the fucking new day. Very late than never. <clears throat> free birds the belt. They're not going to free birds the belt. Free bird the belt. No, because New Day said that they want to be the tag champs and WWE champ at the same time. 
free bird the belt. No. Xavier defends the title. No, because then he'll lose. No, he won't, because he's good. He's good, but also he can't fight Randy Orton. Big E can. It's true, but you said Xavier Woods. Put Xavier against, like, Andrade or something. Andrade's not going to get a WWE title match. You're insane. Got it once. That wasn't for the title. It was still AJ. Yeah. I mean, it was during that bad period of bad AJ. Yeah, don't worry about it. He's still bad. I really, I feel like we really should have pushed for AJ to have gotten either most egregious misuse or worst wrestler. He was champion all the time. I don't, I don't think so. He was a bad champion. I don't know. That that Samojo storyline was good. The storyline was good. The matches. Eh, AJ AJ can coast. He's fine. At least he shows up on, like, the other champion. I'm gonna say that I feel like, in in hindsight, maybe AJ had a worse year than the person who I blamed for a lot of the bad parts of their feud. Well, John's too late for that, so... The, la- the lazy man. Not to say that Nakamura wasn't fucking lazy himself! Wow, that's racist. And still doesn't give a shit, which, I mean, considering he hasn't been on the show in fucking weeks, I can't blame him. Well, he's not, any, he's not going to if they keep putting these NXT people on. Happy Rusev Day! Who? Exactly. But John, Danny Bryan ended up winning, but that's it for Elimination Chamber. It was really good, because it was three and a half hours and 15 minutes. Hooray. I'm, I'm excited. You want to hear about Raw and SmackDown? No! Hey, John, you want to hear about Ricochet? I... Uh... I have heard some things or two about the Richard O'Shea. No, he's not Irish. Just because he, fin- he he was a tag team with Finn Balor does not mean he's Irish. Yes, I'm aware of Richard O'Shea. Stop. But before I talk about the NXT people, can I talk about the the crowd in Lafayette, Louisiana? I hear that they were really good. <laughs> no, they were actually the opposite. Yes, I know. They reacted to nothing. Sure was a smart idea to put a bunch of people that, like, these fucking Fairweather fans in goddamn Lafayette, Louisiana. Where the fuck even is that? Aside from from the original place that Bray Wyatt is supposed to be from. Yeah. Like... It's in the bayou. You you go to fucking Podunk, Louisiana. Not exactly a hotbed of wrestling or WWE content. It actually is one of the big cities that they go to. That's why they gave them Raw. They just sucked this time. Can you remember any show from Lafayette that had a really huge crowd, like a really hot crowd? I not not at the top of my head, but I've. When I've talked to people about this, they said, yeah, this is one of the big towns that they hit for TV every time they come around the area, and there's usually a fine crowd. It just wasn't good this time. I just feel like every time I remember them doing episodes from Lafayette, it's always like, here's a shitty SmackDown that the crowd, that they're having to mic the crowd a whole bunch for. Well... I feel like that my memories of any time they do Lafayette is basically like 
they're in Raw. They're in New Orleans for Raw and then Lafayette for SmackDown. Well, see, John, they were smart this time because they gave the bad brand to Lafayette and they gave the good brand to New Orleans. That I did hear. Because New Orleans got SmackDown and they fucking loved it. That crowd was so hot. I think they were overcompensating for Lafayette. Like, they, they noticed. They're like, oh, man, we, we need to step it up. We need to chant NXT. We need to chant Johnny Wrestling. We need to go batshit crazy for Alistair Black. We need to freak out when Ricochet does stuff. This crowd was great. Richard O'Shea. Stop. Again, he, he, not, not, not an Irish tag team with Finn Balor. Stop lying to the people, Owen. So let me tell you how... Well, before that, could I... Just talk about something from Raw specifically? Sure. Hey, hey John, remember when I said Ruby Riot lost in a minute 40? Yep. What if she got another title shot? Why? I don't know, but she did. Was this match longer? Yes. Why? I don't know. Did did Ronda Rousey still win? Yes. Why? Because she's gonna go to WrestleMania. Could Come she on. just like go away instead? No. No. Nah. She needs to be banned to millennials. Come on. Yeah, I don't understand why that was the main event of Raw, but it was. He is a millennial. Not according to her. Shut up. I was going to add another bad thing. I don't thing understand anything stinks, they did on this Raw, to be perfectly frank. What? I don't understand anything they did on this Raw, to be perfectly frank. Well, good, because I'm not going to talk about any of the specific things on Raw. Instead, I'm going to tell you how they used the NXT people on Raw versus SmackDown. So, for... I mean, it seems uh, like about the same. They they used them very well on both shows. No, they didn't. How do you figure? Because, for example, Alistair Black, he who did he face on Raw? I don't know, you tell me. Elias. Okay, he fought, like, the most popular and fun mid-card heel that, like, everybody enjoys. Yeah, he what beat did... the people people love, and no one reacted. No one reacted because they had a shitty, terrible crowd. He beat a heel. He beat the top, their top mid-card heel. He's not a top mid-card heel. Come on. There is no mid-card. Okay, that's... Alright, I can't argue with that one. John, you know who he fought on SmackDown? Yes, I'm aware. He... He killed his... He killed his wife's charge. He fought Andrade... Yes, he killed his he killed his wife's ward. I'm aware. In the same building, a year ago, they had the NXT Championship match at Takeover I, New Orleans. I'm I'm aware. And they had another great match. It was awesome. Unlike Elias, who was kind of here's highlights of the Elias match. Here's a chin lock for three minutes. Well, yeah. You're the fade like, to black. You mean a black mass? Whatever. He fade, no, he made him fade to black. 
with the black mask. Whatever. I don't care, John. Got him. Yeah, but I mean, again, your argument is <coughs> character versus wrestler, and like this is the thing that we've always known about Elias, which is yeah, he's, he's the wrestler. best character. He's the best character. He's the most fun. I really enjoy him. He's not a good wrestler. Andrade is a good character and a good wrestler. Yes, I I will agree with that. I'd say that Elias is a better character, but like Andrade, his fuck, he, he can't be beat as a wrestler. Holy shit. Yeah, and they added they burned the place down. It was great. That's what I'm saying. That was a good showcase because this word showcases for uh Alistair Black's characters. It was a showcase for his in ring, and he got to show it off more in this match. Yeah, but again, I don't think that that's also, you know what they did on SmackDown? What? They had a video package to tell you who the fuck he is instead of just bringing him out. Yeah, again, these are things that make sense and smart, and they had time to do do these things. Like, I don't think that this is necessarily saying, like, oh, they misused them on Raw, like, they used them poorly, as much as it's just... Yeah, no. Raw's just a bad show, and they did this at the last minute, and didn't yeah, have time they shouldn't to do have anything, rushed none it. of it made sense. That's what I'm saying, they should have... This is... You got to see what happens on a rush yeah, job, but versus hear, them taking their time. Yeah, but hear me out here, they shouldn't have done this at all. I, I, I agree, but... They shouldn't have here. done any of the shit they did on SmackDown either. Like, the shit they did on SmackDown is better than the shit they did on Raw, because surprise, surprise, the shit on the better show is better than the shit on the bad show. Yeah. But it's still shit. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Thank you. But how about DIY? I'm going to say they were used poorly on both shows because they shouldn't be a team. Goddamn right they shouldn't. That was weird. But hey, I mean, you know, you can't say they did poorly when A, fuck the revival. I'm going to say they had, they had a... They had a better match on Raw. Which, yeah, the revival. Yeah, but also seeing uh, Gargano and uh, Cesaro go at it was really good. That does sound amazing. I want more of that. Without the chopper. It's just unfortunate. You just, you hate to see it. Yeah. But Ricochet... He was used in a tag team match against Leah Rush and Bobby Lashley with Finn Balor on Raw. I will I will say, okay, this is the one part where I say that's not a really great use of Ricochet. No. And I get it. I, I know, I understand the reasoning of it was originally supposed to be him versus Finn, and then Hunter was like, no, what? No. Yeah, you can't use that right right away. Come on. Can't. And also, yeah, and if, if nothing else, just being like, we can't do face versus face on this. And also, like, come the fuck on. I'm not going to have you. I'm not going to have one of my golden boys pin my other golden boy when I'm trying to build them both up. Yep. So team them together. They're both of his golden boys. See, now here's the thing, John. It is his two flippy sons and he loves them equally. Here's the thing, John. What? If if this was on 205 Live, Ricochet going toe-to-toe in a really good sequence with, with Leo Rush would have been great. But doing it on Raw, where Leo Rush is 
being booked as a total goober was not great. Leo Rush hasn't even been on 205 Live in a while. I know. But when he was there, you know, he's treated like an actual wrestler, whereas on Raw, he's treated like he doesn't know how to wrestle. That's... Huh. And seeing him, like, actually do good wrestling with Ricochet was very weird, considering how they they set him up to be. I was like, "Eh, that's not a great look. It looks cool. Out of context, but in context, this looks great. This looks terrible. Hmm. But him and Lashley was a weird combination that I was kind of into. Not a lot of other people were, but I thought, like, yeah, it's funny watching him run away from the big giant monster man. But yeah, it didn't really showcase Ricochet as well as you'd like. Whereas Eric Young on SmackDown was a weird choice too, but worked better. Yeah, like, I just... Look, we... You know my opinions of Eric Young. I don't get him. You know who would have been a better match for him to fight on SmackDown? Andrade? Ty Dillinger. Oh, man. But they didn't use him. Also, I'm going to throw it out there. I don't know if that would have been that great a match. I don't know. I think it'd be fun. It'd be fun, certainly. But, like, I think I think Ricochet... If you really want to give Ricochet a good showing, you you give someone... You give him someone like Ray. You give him someone like... That's too early. That that's that's fast lane if you're gonna do that. I mean, you don't actually give him Ray. I don't I I you know, I'm saying someone like that. Someone that can like go toe to toe with his crazy flippy shit. Hear me out, John. Next week on Raw, have him fight Kalisto. Hear me out, Owen. Next week on Raw, we pretend this week didn't happen. Nope, they're gonna be back. Come on. You know it. Because if, John, if you look on the WWE website, which I did after Raw, you know the part above their name on the Superstar pages that tell you what brand they are? Yeah. They don't have anything there anymore. Huh. They're not on any brand. I don't like this. Yeah, so they're, they they moved up. They need to get the belt off of Ciampa immediately. Please don't. Too bad he needs to say goodbye to Goldie. But yeah, that's uh That's Ricochet. Uh what else happened on uh SmackDown? Oh know. yeah, uh here, let me read you this result. Mandy Rose defeated Asuka. Fuck off. No, don't you get it? No, fuck off. No, but John, you don't understand. Man, Oscar lost in New Orleans again. She cannot win in the city. She's cursed in New Orleans. Yeah, and I'm telling you again, fuck off. Okay. You, you I can say fuck off too, though. Is Lacey Evans. Ty Dillinger. Oh, wait no. a minute, what? Lacey Evans. Oh, but what's wrong with Maga Barbie? She showed up during this match. And She's just did. busy supporting Trump and being... 
Yeah, we don't need to talk about the blackface again. But yeah, she came out, walked the ramp, and left. That's it. So you've heard the rumor, the, the talk going around, right, about their plans for after WrestleMania, or their their plans, rather, for a, a post-Rousey world, right? No. Or well... They're going to push Lazy Evans? I mean, the talk is that there are three people that Vince sees as the top and the future of the women's division. Let me, let me and, guess. Mm-hmm. Charlotte Flair. Yep. Mandy Rose. Okay. And uh, Lacey Evans. No. Okay. Replace replace Mandy with Becky. Weird. Apparently, Vince fucking loves Becky. Of course, she which does. makes it which does. makes it unfortunate that he doesn't know how to write for her at all. Don't write for her. Let's let her do her thing. Well, yeah, clearly. But anyway, yeah, no, that's the talk is that like they they very much see Lacey as like their next big like breakout thing and that they're really into like she's a mom and she's military and she's all these things like we're going to make her a huge like they're seeing her like I heard a comparison. I read a comparison to the Rom dog that no. made me upset. Hey, Let's John, say. do you want to, I didn't tell you during Elimination Chamber results, but you want to know what her involvement in the show was? Oh, I know. She did the same thing. She walked out. Yeah, but this no was reason. like in between segments. She just walked in, walked out, and then they went back to commercial. It's like, what? It's like, is this supposed to get her over? I hope not. Am I supposed I to be interested in her because she just comes out and then leaves? She wastes. She wastes time. All she does. She's a waste of time. But she doesn't do anything. She's not even wasting time. It's not like she's stopping me from seeing the wrestling match. It's just, oh, you're here. Oh, you're gone. Okay. What? Wait, what, though? What if one of the times she shows up in blackface? I, I My head hurts. I need an adult. Her first feud is going to be with Naomi. It probably is. Let's be honest. And she's going to win. Of course she is. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. It's no, so bad. let's be honest. Her first feud is going to be with Zelina. The... No. She's going to build a wall around her. That's what I'm saying. I hate it. But yeah, John, I, I liked... This uh women's right she's gonna hit her with the women's right to build the wall. Nope, I hate it. John. I guess I'm gonna tell you why I like the Mandy Rose thing, aside from the fact that it was in New Orleans. Cause she suckered her in by faking an eye injury and then choked her on the ropes and then won with a roll up. Okay. The setup finally Oscar has a feud for Fast Lane now. He's gonna f- fight against Mandy Rose. Though I heard a rumor of what could also possibly happen is that she has a match with Sonya next week where she also gets screwed out of it and sets up a triple threat. Okay. So she has to, you know, work against Mandy and Sonya in kind of a handicap style, but also they could beat each other. I like Sonya Deville and I wish this was something I cared about. 
Yeah, but this is a SmackDown title. The women, since Becky's not going after it anymore, it doesn't matter. The the belt that Becky wants is the one that matters. They have two belts. No, they have four now. There's tag ones. Oh, I was also thinking, oh, but then again, they have a, a United States championship, huh? Oh, by the way, speaking of the, the tag belts, you heard what they said about what brand it belongs to, right? Yep, every single brand. Yep, so it can, it can be defended on NXT. Go back home. Don't ever leave. I would love... You'll be safe there. And What if Tegan Knox and the... It's safe in Winter Park. Dakota, you don't ever have to leave. Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai get healthy again and they team up. That'd be great. Uh, what else? Oh yeah, the last thing is that uh, there was a six-man tag to end SmackDown. And Kofi was super over still, and he beat Brian. The Kofefe won. And at at the end, Shane says the fast lane match is Danny Bryan versus Kofi Kingston. Yay! Will he win the title? Put the title on Kofi, you cowards. Hashtag Kofi Mania. That's it for the main roster stuff. I don't want to talk anymore, so why don't you tell me about 205 Live and NXT? 205 Live was dumb, and I don't want to talk about it. Why? I mean, do you really care about fucking TJP and Humberto Carrillo? You wrote something about TJP. TJP, here's what I want to say about TJP. I haven't seen TJP in a while. And now seeing TJP and his, like, he's got his fuck, or like, you know, I, I, I know I've seen him. Like, he was clearly, he was on the fucking, uh, Worlds Collide and he's been on fucking 205 since I started, since I came back. But like, I haven't really paid attention to him in a bit and like, he, he's fucking, he's dumb, uh, Mega Man, dra- like, Fight the Dragon song is now a rock version, and yep. he's, like, covered in a ton of fucking tattoos on his arms now. What? He's got a lot of tattoos now. What? And, like... I need to look this up. This seems He's crazy. got, like, weird kind of facial hair. Like, TJP looks like he's been through some shit like is he turning is, to Corey Graves is he okay I think he's having a midlife crisis and like I hadn't thought about it until you said it but now I'm kind of worried he's turning into Corey Graves hey, hey John yeah stay down look at all those tattoos though I'm trying to find pictures just look at he's just watch the intro to the two oh five live this week. Because it's that. the first match. I just see a picture and whoa, he's got a lot of tattoos. He, is he okay? No, he's not okay. I know he's kind of a shitty person also. Here's a tweet, John, from Yeah from I Got Islanders. They say, What the fuck was when the fuck was the last time I've seen TJP? I swear he didn't have that many tattoos last time I saw him. So it's not just you. Okay, good. 
I, yeah, TJP looks like he's he's having a midlife crisis, and I'm worried about him. Someone please check on him. That's what happens when you stay on 205 Live for so long. And he tweeted some snarky-ass shit about, like, the NXT call. Said, like, Ricochet stole one of his moves or something. That's cool. Ricochet, like, stole... It was, it said something, made some comment about how, like, yeah, it's weird watching Raw and feeling like, you know, so, watching someone basically steal your homework. Weird. Maybe you should stop being a little bitch. I'm confused. But also, I don't think that TJP is having a good one. Yeah. No, he's not. He lost to Humberto Carrillo. Ah. I like him. Drew Gulak and Jack Galher did things. Yeah. But not very interesting things. What? I said, but not very interesting things. Oh. They kind of just stood around and were like, yeah, we like, you should be our friend. I like, I like Drew Gulak. Yeah, I just wish that he was doing something cool and fun. You did commentary last week. That was cool. Yeah, that was cool and fun. This wasn't. You can't do it every week. It's fine. Davari had a squash match against a jobber. Who cares? Okay. Cedric Alexander and uh, someone else had a fucking Mike Kanellis had a match. And I'm going to be honest, I turned it off. Remember when people were chanting for them to sign Cedric? Yeah. Y'all fucked up. The main, ev- the main event of 205 Live, Cedric Alexander and Mike Kanellis. How about no? Yeah, like I said, I I turned it off. But they did I announce did. The, the thing. They announced the thing, and then they didn't announce anyone that's going to be in the thing. Yeah, they did. They announced two matches. Cool. One of them is Drew Gulak. It'll be cool when he doesn't win. Fuck you. He's gonna win. Or better 205 Live. You must be sick that you actually believe that. John, I've always believed in Drew Gulak. Even if it's not feasible or make any sense... All right, let's let's talk about the important thing. Let's talk about NXT. Let's All talk right. about the important thing that happened on NXT, which What's is it? we've been hearing since Monday, hey, there's going to be a really big announcement on NXT this week. It's going to yeah. be really major. Yeah. And you think, oh, shit. Well, I mean, they just had, like, fucking ricochet and then all these people appear on raw so what's gonna happen and like you started hearing all the talk and all the rumors like hey they're gonna announce that like nxt is gonna be its own brand now like but it's no, really no way where do you guess there's you know it's the scuttlebutt it was some people saying some things like there was a point is there was speculation like there was an expectation that this was going to be a big thing and right before they make the announcement they show a fucking uh you know they have fucking i hear that cat yep that's a cat that's a good cat yeah they have nigel be like hey remember what happened on raw and smackdown this week that's fucking crazy and then it's like all right here's the big announcement everybody are you excited Guess what? The Dusty Rose Classic is starting in two weeks. It's like, oh, what the fuck? And don't get me wrong. I like the Dusty Classic. The Dusty Classic's fucking awesome, and I'm excited for the Dusty Classic. 
But of all fucking weeks, and you really, this is when you decide to fucking do this announcement? Like, Jesus Christ, talk about, like, fucking bad timing. Uh, I mean, they, they weren't ready. They weren't expecting the raw stuff to happen. They taped this way before. I know, and, like, it makes it even weirder for, like, you know, Morrow to constantly be saying weird things about, like, the black and gold brand, which makes it sound like, you know, in a lot of ways, it made it sound like the announcement actually was going to be like, hey, NXT is the third brand, and we're really pushing this as its own standalone thing. Ha <laughs> ha, you, you're so funny. Again, it's not like I would have actually really believed that was going to happen, but... You gotta have more than that. No. Especially don't. on a week like this. Nope. They didn't expect it to be this kind of week. The rest of the episode is really good, though. What happened? Roderick Strong fought Aleister Black. He got kicked in the head. He did get kicked in the head. It was a very good match. Hmm? Not much to say about it, though. It was. It was a... Very Rod Strunk match. It was a very Alistair Black match. It was the opening match of a television of a wrestling show. It's never going to be the most exciting match. Uh huh. But they did a really good job. Good. And then of course, uh, Black won with the with the Black Mass, and the the dumb fucking Yui lackeys came out to to beat him up, and he was saved by his good friend Richard O'Shea. Oh God! Stop saying that. <laughs> of the O'Shea clan. Shut your goddamn mouth. I hear they, they used Shut to up. Pumas. Shut up, move on. Come from a long line of, of princes. <laughs> they had a video from the Performance Center of them talking to Rachel Ellering. Yeah? But never mind that shit, here's fucking Shayna and her friends! Oh, I hate them. To bully the rocker room again! Yeah, what the fuck was that about? It's because Shane is an asshole. She was like bullying a bunch of like the May Young ladies. Yep. Shane is back on her old shit. She's she's what do you mean back on. She's always been on her shit. I know. That's why it's great, and I love her. <sighs> and then they talk to Bianca, and she's clearly learned nothing. Yeah, she keeps saying she's undefeated. I, again, you literally just said that you lost. And I mean, yeah, she was quick to say at one point that it's about the mindset of being undefeated. But no, but, you can't say that still. And again, I get, I, I get, she's clearly the heel. They're clearly putting her back in the heel role against, like, Yoshirai and, and Kairi Sane. But also, no, you can't keep saying you're undefeated. That's no, not can't. allowed. I get that you're the heel and heels are allowed to lie. That's not allowed. Bad. Anyway, uh, speaking of of ladies who are not going to be fighting for the NXT champ- Women's Championship anytime soon. Oh, man. Well, actually, one of them will be fighting the Women's Champion sometime soon, and that's next week. Oh. Mia Yim and Xia Lu. Xia Li, rather. Xia Lu, get out of here. Sorry. Yeah, Xia Li's great. She was in the, uh, the Royal Rumble. She's very athletic and very good at ragdolling and jumping around. And have a fan. She sells. She sells really well. I, I will say. I was act- That was the one takeaway that I had from this match. Is that like, 
she's still she's still very limited, I think, and, and she's still pretty green. But like, she's really good at selling and just like doing those Dolph Ziggler. Oh God, I just look like I just crumpled over into a heap and died. Yeah, she's really good. That's why I was, I was glad she was in the Rumble. I like her. And then Mia won with with each defeat because oh. you know it's Mia. That's what she does. Yep. But Owen. What? It doesn't matter. Because as I have in the notes here, it has always been and will always be Shayna time. Uh. And Shayna and her dumb friends come out and just beat the shit out of, of me and Zaylee. I'm just glad it was after the match and not during, which I was very afraid it was going to be during. And then Casey Conzaro and two other randos from the Performance Center come out. Yay. And they're like, no, fuck this. We're going to beat you up. We're not going to take your shit. Yeah. And Shayna just murders them. Oh, it's good to see Casey, though. They all died. And then Mia died even more. Yeah. And they're going to have a match next week, so that's cool. Uh Shayna's going to kill her. Yeah. Probably. Johnny Gargano was hanging out backstage with with his wife. As you do. And then that fucking guy was like, "Hey man, I'm I'm here. I got your back if you need it." Fuck that guy. Yeah, that's what Johnny said. Maybe you shouldn't have said that though. But before we get to that, let's do you want to talk about Matt Riddle? Who who's that? He's he likes weed, bro. And he says, "Bro, bro." They had a sit-down interview with Matt Riddle, where an old man who I feel like I probably should know was was talking to him about things. Yeah, what was this about? I don't know, but they they completely fucking buried Cassius Ono, which was kind of funny, bro. It's just like, yeah, I'm glad I fucking got rid of him forever. Fuck that, dude. It's just showing the fucking clips of Matt Riddle beating the fucking shit out of Cassius Ono to death. Yeah. Fuck Cassius This is Ono. weird. Keep burying him. I don't like him. This is weird. Like, did they act... Is Cassius Ono actually gone? I hope so. And not the main roster. I mean, far. I know what you meant. Yeah. This is very strange that I don't get what they're going for here, but the, I do get one thing, and that's when they cut off the weird interview thing, and it was like, oh, okay, and they're like, hey, if you want to see the full interview, go on YouTube, and I know I don't want to be a broken record here. I know I had this rant last week, or was it two weeks ago? I believe it was two weeks ago when we talked about Worlds Collide, but I'm just going to say it again. Put it on the fucking network! Nope. Put it on the thing I'm paying you for! Nope. I'm yeah. giving you ten dollars! No, John, sorry, you have to watch- What uh, are you fucking doing? Oh my god! John, you have to watch a YouTube ad. What are you fucking- You're not getting that much revenue from fucking YouTube ads! Give me it on the thing I'm fucking paying you for! You fucking shit demons! Nope. Sorry, too bad. And Ricochet and Johnny Gargano was match of the year. 
or d- d- fucking Velveteen Dream Gar- Johnny Gargano. Ricochet Johnny Gargano was was also match of the year, but Velveteen Dream Johnny Gargano was fucking amazing as well. Yes, and they did the right thing. They yep. Well, they went with the ending that we thought they were going to go with. Well, especially after Monday and Tuesday. I mean, or, or let's be, or let's rephrase that. They went with the original ending that would made more sense for them to go with. Yeah, the Velveteen Dream one. And I thought this match was incredible. I thought it told an amazing story, and like I thought it told a great story of here's Johnny Gargano healing it up and just being all Daniel Bryany about sh- shit and just like, I'm gonna bend you in like weird fucked up ways and like hold you against the ropes. And like, I have wrote in the notes here. He has until five. It's true. And I'm kind of amazed that he didn't yell. I have until five at the ref. It he wouldn't have surprised me. He should have. But I thought they also told like, I think that the most interesting and best matches the Velveteen Dream is when they tell have to tell a story of Velveteen Dream having to rise up to the person that he's facing against. Mm-hmm. See, for example, the Prince Puma match, where basically the whole story was, hey, you do all this flippy shit, well, I can do a bunch of flippy shit too, fuck you. Who's Prince Puma? Ricochet. Oh. Velveteen Dream was dressed up as Prince Puma, though, that was weird. Okay. I don't know why he was referencing a Lucha Underground character. Again, his head. I don't Say, understand. You, you like, remember if you sort of resign that contract, you'd be there forever. But the point is, Owen. Yeah. I feel like the story they're very much telling with this is, hey, anything you can do, I can do better. I can do it too. In like, John Gargan is all about like having crazy counters and like being able to like out wrestle his way out of a bunch of shit. Yo, I can do a bunch of counters too. I know all your fucking spots. Like you're gonna do your crazy thing where you where you roll into an enziguri while kneeling. I'm gonna dodge an enziguri and I'm gonna fucking like hit you. Dag. Like and it's fucking amazing. Like it, it's little things like that that I just thought they told like such a great story of just like Velveteen Dream just like. Doing all these counters, yeah, like literally fucking like countering this, like the fucking the the rolling insiguri thing into a fucking famouser, which I do really appreciate that he's doing now. Mm-hmm. Like Velveteen Dream for a wrestler that admittedly doesn't really have that many flashy moves in his repertoire, or like really crazy technical, insane things in his repertoire, aside from like, you know, the obvious two crazy things he has, the, the Dream Valley Driver and the and the uh, the the Purple Rainmaker. Although I will say I do really love that swingy DDT. It just looks so cool. Like for as much as he's not, like, about, like, having these crazy, flashy, like, super exciting moves, like, the way that he's able to string them along in this fucking uh, Johnny Gargano match and just turn it into, like, the most white-hot fire imaginable, like, he completely deserves to have this fucking title. He deserves to have all the titles. Make him the first dual champion. Let's fucking go. All right. Unify the North good. American and the and the NXT Championships. Let's go. And then give him the tag belts, too. Let him win the Dusty Classic by himself. 
win it with Nicholas. Shit. And then Nicholas turns on him, Dean Ambrose style. Oh, fuck. What a heel. Can't trust these, these ref kids. No, he can't. But John, your recommendation for NXT is watch that main event? Watch that fucking main event. Hey, also watch the also watch the Alistair Black match and, and Ron Strong. That was really fun too. Yeah. So is is that it for Heel Turd? That's it for Heel Turd production for wrestling.cool. It's not just cool, it's not cool. It's a website, go to the website. Yes. And also go look us up on Facebook. And on Twitter at the Heel Turd. And on Twitch at twitch.tv slash shows and online every Wednesday at 9 p.m. or 9.30, somewhere around there. Yeah. I don't know. Around that. Time is a mystery. Yeah. And an illusion. Also, check out our Patreon at patreon.cool for as low as a dollar a month, which is about 25 cents an episode. You get all the show notes. And then, of course, we have other tiers that are higher. They give you more stuff. So check them out. Also, I was on Being the Elite this week. It's, it was messed up. I don't remember fucking with Joey Janela like that. Dude, that's fucked up, John. Why'd you do that? Look, he's blind, so I had to holler if he could hear me. Could he hear you? Yes. Okay, good. Could, could we hear you on Being the Elite? Yes. Very good. Because I'm Scott Steiner. Ah, gotcha. Uh, where can they follow you on uh, social media? Follow me on the Twitters and the Instagrams and the places at I am John GM. Maybe I'll actually use these again. I don't know. I'm on Twitter at the underscore ozone and on TikTok at Owen Douglas with two S's. Also, hey, John, guess what? What? Uh, people should tune into the Twitch on uh, Sunday. Sunday after dude. Because apparently I'm doing a, a live podcast on Sunday afternoon. Hopefully I will be less sick then. Because you know what's happening? No. We're we're doing Takes Bakery live before the Oscars. Because his name's Oscar. Are and I'm going to give out all my predictions for the Oscars because I actually saw all the movies. And Oscar's going to tell me his predictions even though he's seen nothing. This is some weird on cinema at the cinema counter programming, bro. It totally is. So make sure you check out the Twitch Sunday afternoon for some terrible, terrible opinions live on the internet. Can I be on? No. Fuck you. I I I need I need to bear this cross myself. Sorry, John. You can be in the chat and be very upset. Also, I need to not be like a super long show because I need to actually like watch the Oscars. Because I actually enjoy those. Believe it or not. I don't. I know. But uh, we'll be back with this show next week. Same time, same network. Hopefully a lot less sick. So, uh, until then. No. I'm going to bed. Me too. This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. 
Find more of our shows at zonecast.com. <laughs>